Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to another mini episode where we're going to be continuing on the conversation of self-care. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about six key ways of putting yourself first and why that's important. I've decided that I was going to make some mini episodes in between some of the bigger episodes just to kind of keep the conversation going. And I really believe that keeping this conversation about self-care going is of the utmost importance and that this is exactly the right time at the beginning of 2018 to really look at this new shift and focus in on it. You know, like I said in episode number one, I am seeing this thing called, you know, self-care, self-love, being mindful, um, just getting into the minimalistic um, type of lifestyle, just getting back to the root of things, really coming into focus at the end of 2017 and moving into 2018 in a big, big way. And I see the trend is only going to keep on going into 2018. So I want to um, continue on with it because from a healthcare perspective, I see ladies, um, you know, the changes out there in our healthcare climate. I'm firsthand to hear about insurance changes. I hear it firsthand from patients. I hear it firsthand from the insurance carriers. So the healthcare climate has been changing drastically over the last 10 years. And you probably all feel it in your pocketbooks. You know, you're paying more and you're getting less. And I really try to educate my patients on letting them know and understand that, you know, your health insurance is not really health insurance. You know, in my book, it's sick insurance because the only time that your insurance really allows you to go to the doctor or that you actually go to the doctor or medical provider is when you're sick, right? You don't go when you're feeling good and healthy. You go when something is wrong. And when you do go, your insurance pays for you to have diagnostic testing, lab work, and prescriptions of prescription medications. Your insurance most likely is not covering supplements. It's not covering chiropractic. It's not covering acupuncture, massage, you know, Reiki, any of those things out there that are also um, part of what your self-care should include, because those are things that are going to keep you healthy. You see, your insurance is not about prevention, ladies. It's not at all. It's about sick. It's about being sick. They want you to be sick. They want you to depend on it and they want you to depend on medication. And that's why um, it's so important that you become your number one self-care advocate. Because in today's climate, 
you know, we are seeing lots of patients. I'll be honest with you. I see about 30 patients a day. That's about seeing one patient every maybe 10 minutes. We get 15 minutes, but by the time the, um, my nurse puts them back in the room, I get in there, sit down, you know, five minutes is gone. So I've got less than 10 minutes to take care of people. And most of them come in with shopping lists. And, you know, it's really difficult to deal with a lot of things in a short period of time. And then we've got, you know, tons of follow-up paperwork, calling back. I mean, my day is exhausting. And by the time I get home, I'm wore out. And I care about you, yeah, while you're sitting there in my office. But the minute that you leave and I'm on to the next, you know, 29 patients, I really don't remember you at the end of the day unless something was really wrong. So, you know, and I don't have time to sit there and talk to you about nutrition, about exercise, about a healthy lifestyle. You know, we're just not trained to do that in the Western medicine. You know, it's about testing. It's about um, prescriptions. It's about all that kind of stuff. And most doctors don't want to spend time talking about nutrition because number one, they haven't been trained on it. And number two, they don't have time for it. So a lot of things get left out. And if you don't bring up those things with your provider and you aren't part of the care then you're missing the boat in a big way. You see, I look at my patients in a 50-50 relationship. They have to bring 50% and I have to bring 50%. And together we make 100%. I don't know everything, ladies, and I can guarantee you that your current medical provider that you see, they don't know everything either. Things in medicine are changing daily, rapidly. You know, I can't know every bit of information, every new study that comes out, every nuance. And sometimes my patients bring things into me and want me to look at them. And I'm like, hey, thanks for bringing this to my attention because I can't spend all day on the internet researching everything. But then again, a lot of them go on the internet to Google, which only puts out there all the tragic and most horrific things. And people think that everything that they have is either cancer or there or some kind of deadly disease, which isn't really true. You know, I try to teach you think of horses, not zebras. So with that said, you need to understand, you know, what you need at every stage of the game, what testing you need done. You need to be able to bring to your medical provider things that you're feeling, how you're feeling, you know, what things you're doing and understanding your body is a big thing because it allows you to have power. Knowledge gives us power if we use it in a positive way. There's no, you know, if you don't, if you have the knowledge, but you don't bring it to the forefront and you're not doing anything with it, then it's really, it has no energy at all. So I'm trying to teach you to, um, to understand your body so that when you're not getting the treatment that you want, you can bring it to somebody's attention. Okay. Cause that's really, really important. So at every stage of your life, ladies, your body is constantly changing and you're going to have new things that are going to be happening to it. And just like when you're 40, you know, not all the things that applied when you're 20 are applicable when you're 40 or when you're 50 or 60 or, or for that matter, you know, even 80, if, if we all live that long, our bodies are constantly changing and therefore we have to change up the, the things that we're doing on this journey. Okay. So that's why it's really important that you hone into your own needs, your own body. And we're going to be talking about some of that today. So let's dive into the six key ways to put yourself first. You know, like I told you and started talking to you about this over in the last episode, you know, at the end of 2017, I really was at a place of burnout um, because I'm a caregiver 24-7 most days. I take care of my mom on one end. I've got my 
older kids, my kids are 25 and 26. So, you know, they don't need me like they used to, but they still do. I have my husband and then I go and I take care of 30 people a day. So after, you know, doing this since I've been, I was, since I've been 26. Yeah. It's been since I was 26 years old. Um, I just found myself just kind of just burnt out. I mean, I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. I really do love the science and art of medicine. I just don't like sometimes how I have to do it in the managed care setting. I don't like all the rules and rigidity of insurance companies and having to fight for things and people can't get what they want. You can't have people do supplements. And like I said earlier, you know, that your insurance pays for nothing preventative and for anything that's really good for your self-care. So I was just getting tired and trying to find my place and trying to find, you know, what I was missing too, because, you know, I've been giving and giving and giving and where was I at? And my cup was empty because I wasn't giving to myself. And that's my big thing. Like I've been talking to you about. So I don't know if it's a thing for you ladies, but for me, you know, I am just so used to saying yes to everything and everybody, because for me, that's, you know, a in my heart, that's how it's a sign of caring for people, you know, which necessarily isn't always the right thing to do. And it's become like almost second nature to me. And maybe it has for you too. And, you know, it's like a habit. And some habits are really good and some habits are really bad. And change is not easy for any of us, not even for me. I have to work on it really hard too. I'm really good with my body. I'm really good with nutrition, with taking care of my body as far as exercising, my, my skin routine, all of that kind of stuff is great, but I'm not so great at taking care of the heart of my heart and filling it up when um, I feel that it needs to. So, you know, my question to you is the same question that I'm asking myself, you know, how are we meant to be caregivers to everybody else that we're supposed to be caregivers to, because that's kind of like a woman's role in our society too, when we're not effectively taking care of ourselves and we're not filling up our own cup and we're always constantly running on empty. You know, ladies, when we fill our cup up, then it overflows and we can share all that, that wealth and love to everybody else around us. So it helps us to not become burnt out. And that's where we have to focus at. It's time to start putting ourselves first and practicing self-care, which simply ladies is honoring your mind, your body, and your spirit, all of you, the totality of who you are. And it's time for all of us to start making all of those areas of our life a priority, not just, you know, one area over the other, or one gets more attention, but all of them equally. So the first way that I want you to start doing that is to start listening to yourselves, ladies. You know, we all have that woman's intuition. We all have that inner voice that's churning and telling us if something's off or if something's right. And we need to really start listening to that. And I want you to start taking notice of what your body and your mind and your instincts are telling you and act accordingly. If you follow those instincts, I know ladies that your well-being will increase because you'll be acting in a way that it's in alignment with yourself. Okay. Like I'll give you an example. Last Saturday, I had all these intentions of doing all this stuff in my business. I got up and I'm saying, I have, I'm writing my notes out. I need to do this, 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 and this. And I started in on doing it and I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling inspired. And sometimes to do all those creative things like this podcast, the blog and all the other stuff that I do, you need to be in that headspace. And I just wasn't. So I sat on my couch in my bedroom and I binge watched Netflix. And then I called my um, massage place. I booked a late evening massage. And then after my massage, I came home and I took a seaweed lavender bath and I just chilled. 
And I woke up the next morning feeling so refreshed and really honoring myself. And I don't think I would have woke up feeling that refreshed had I really made myself and forced myself to sit in front of the computer and be creative when I really wasn't feeling it. Okay. It's the same thing. Like ladies, when you wake up in the morning and if your body is hurting, don't go to the gym and pound out on the weights. Listen to your body, be caring and loving to it. Okay. So I want you to start practicing taking 10 minutes out of your day and just listening to yourself, listening to your thoughts, what's coming into your mind. What is your body telling you? And then I want you to start acting accordingly. Number two, I want you to start taking action. Now that we're getting into the habit of listening to our bodies and our mind and our spirits, we need to start moving in the forward direction with that, with that knowledge. Ladies, you don't need to be perfect to get it right. You just need to put the effort in to start looking at yourself. Okay. It's going to take time. And for some of us, it's going to take longer because we're just not used to looking at ourselves and being honest with ourselves either. It can be the smallest step ever, like carving out the time of day for a daily date with yourself, going for a walk, you know, doing some uninterrupted meditation, reading your book, whatever it is, just do something that puts you in a space where you can have some time to self-reflect and you can just have some self-love. Then number three, I want you to prioritize yourself. You know, a lot of times, ladies, we are prioritizing everybody else but us. And, you know, some of us have been raised to think that and others of us just have learned that culturally that that's what we should be doing. But that doesn't necessarily make it right, does it? You know, if when you step on a plane in an airline and the stewardess is telling you, put on the oxygen mask before you put it on anybody else, you know, why? Because they're telling you that if you have a family member or something else, you're not going to be able to take care of them unless you take care of yourself. So if it's important for them to tell us that, maybe what we need to do is take heed of that, that advice and apply it to our own lives and say, hey, you know, I need to take care of me in order to be better for all of you. All right. So I want you to invest in you because when you do, like we said earlier, it's going to trickle into every area of your life, including the people that you love the most, your friends, your family, your spouse, your significant other, your, you know, your parents, whoever those people are. Then number four. I want you to start saying no. I know that I talked about this in episode number one too, but I'm going to keep emphasizing it because I need to hear this too. I'm, I'm a yes person and I need to learn to say no more often. I don't like hurting people's feelings. So I just say, oh sure, I'll do all that. And I end up having 9,000 projects on my docket. And then I resent myself because I really don't feel like doing them. And I go there and, you know, cause I never will back out. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But I sometimes I'm not doing it wholeheartedly. Right. And that's not good either. So you know, it's not easy to say no. Sometimes you're going to have to brace yourself and, you know, muster up every little courage that you have. But ladies, when you always say yes, then everybody is going to always expect that from you. And then they're never going to expect you to say no. And then you're never going to have the opportunity to bow out. So it's easier to start saying no than it is to constantly, you know, feeling that, what is it, that inner angst of when you really don't want to do something, but you say it anyways. So this year in 2018, I want you to say no to the things that aren't aligned with your passion and with where you are moving forward in your health journey. Okay. And that could be people, things, whatever it is. Okay. When you start saying no, you are going to have so much more energy and you're going to have a lot more time and space to work on you. So start by saying no to the smaller things and getting comfortable with that. Number five, I want you to fuel your soul. We mentioned carving out time of your schedule for some peace and quiet. It's equally as important, ladies, that you do the same for the activities that leave you feeling energized and happy. Think of it like filling up your tank. 
if you go out and you're going to drive and your gas tank is on empty, you're not going to make it very far. That's the same thing with your body. If you're not fueling it with the things that fill you up, it's going to poop out and you're going to be left not being able to do anything. So whatever fuels your passion, like in 2018, I am going to be putting more adventure and more travel into my life because I've been wanting to do that for so long. And the timing has always been, it's either the time is right and I don't have the money or I have the money and I don't have the time. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter this year because I'm doing it no matter whether I've got the time or the money, I'll figure it out. Okay. And then number six, the last one is I want you to ditch your pride. Don't be afraid to ask for help, ladies. It's not a display of weakness. Rather, it's the opposite. Knowing to ask for help is actually a show of strength. There is no such thing as perfectionism. So I want you to stop striving for it. Okay. That type of thinking zaps a lot of your energy. So I want you to start focusing on fueling yourself elsewhere. I want you to look at all the things and your strengths that you're good at and the things that you're not. And what you're not good at, I want you to take it off your plate and I want you to give it to somebody else so that you can concentrate on the areas that you really want to do. That's going to bring you so much more energy. Okay. So there you have it. We talked today about the six key ways of putting yourself first. So find one of those six and I want you to start practicing it on a daily basis. Okay. So until next time, ladies, I hope that you have a blessed day, a blessed week, and we'll be coming back next week with another mini episode to continue this conversation on self-care. Again, until then, may God richly bless your lives and have a great day.